Hey everybody, the following episode with Cisco Adler of NoCapShows.com brought to us by MarchandAsh.com, San Diego's premier dispensary. Yes, with locations in Mission Valley, Vista, Imperial, City Heights. That's coming soon, but online at MarchandAsh.com. You could do curbside pickup, delivery the whole bit. And they've been in operation for years now here in San Diego, just celebrated their two-year anniversary Award-winning facility, safe access, premium products, uh, just a tremendous staff and proud sponsor. And thankful to have them as a sponsor of the Cantori Show and you, you, YEWonline.com. Also, big thanks to Baja Bound Mexican Auto Insurance. You can get your Mexican auto insurance online at BajaBound.com. I laugh because I was supposed to go surfing last week with the owner of Baja Bound, and uh, we didn't do it. We got, we got tied up with kids. Surprising. He actually flaked on me. Usually I'm the one pulling the kid card, but uh, the day we were supposed to go out, I went out and got hurt. And <laughs> it sucks because my injury, it's like the worst way you could get hurt. I didn't get hurt in the water. I got hurt walking back to my car, carrying my surfboard and my kids foamy. I slipped in some wet like algae water. And went down. And in an effort to save my board, I sacrificed my knee and my left foot. And uh, it hurts. It hurts a lot. Baja Bound Mexican Auto Insurance. Check them out if you're planning a trip south of the border. Only way to go. And uh, a lot of people doing business down there. The state of affairs. People moving down there. It's nuts. But uh, BajaBound.com is truly uh, your best best answer for Mexican. Not only auto insurance, they'll insure all your personal belongings. So hit that up as we hit this up. On the show today, we're going to be talking to, uh, well, I will, not you, Meryl. I'll be talking to Cisco Adler. I only recently met him, but he's such a he's such a nice guy. He's the the son of Lou Adler, legendary Hollywood record music producer. Yes, Hollywood producer. He founded uh, Cheech and Chong. Yeah, doesn't he do something with like the Roxy? Yes, I was on a conference call with him once, and I was like, oh my god! Oh, he's been in a million documentaries, and like he knows a ton about social media. I feel like he had the the grip on kind of social media a few years back. Oh, Cisco? Uh, no, his daddy. Oh, his dad. Yeah, his even? dad was like on a conference call that we were talking to about how they run their social media. Or maybe you talked to his brother Nick Adler. That is who. Okay, that's who. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not like, his dad. I know that's it was, his brother. Oh, okay, that was some cool Adler that I was kind of Nick. intimidated by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick is a social media G. Damn that family. God. Who worked with uh, Coachella? I know that. That's who it was. But yes. now Lou is. Uh, He's the king. You Google Lou Adler and you'll be like, what? Really? Oh, man. So uh, Cisco has this new company called No Cap Shows with uh, with our friend Donovan Frankenreiter. Mm-hmm. So they've been doing some amazing things. I uh, guest hosted their first couple of shows and he's got this amazing show uh, coming up out of the out of the Roxy with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Cool. And I wanted to talk to him about it because Machine Gun Kelly is 
couldn't be hotter I right know. now. Yeah. And dating. Do you know who Mich- Megan oh Fox, right? Yeah. Talk about going from Brian Austin. Gre- I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of more of a Brian Austin Green kind are of girl. You? I, I like like boring I'm a machine and- gun Kelly I guy. I know. I know you are. Yeah. He's too cool. And like, he's too cool for me. You know who I have the hots for though? Let me guess. That I just started following. She's, it's no, well, Sage Erickson, mm-hmm. pro uh, surfer. I, I love Sage, but um, she's my, she's my crush in, on social media. Uh, as far as pro athletes are concerned and actresses though guess who my latest is okay let me guess Guess. an actress like i'm crazy about her really i mean nowhere near to my wife but i mean as far as a crush and a fun like i can't i love looking at her feed and her um is she a tv actress or movie actress both she's both both. Is it Sandra Bullock? I feel no. like men love Really? No. Every single boy that I what? know has a crush on Sandra Not Bullock. Not this guy. Really? Nope. Oh, I feel like guys always name her as like nope. one of the first. Um, she please dated don't a football say player. Uh, no, Alyssa Milano. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Olivia Munn. Oh, yeah. She's she's like 10 out of 10. Yeah. Oh, and she's really funny. And her body is definitely like out of control. She perfect. gives me the munchies. Oh, God. That's Ew. munchies with two ends. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. So I'll be talking to Cisco Adler here about his new uh, platform, No Cap Shows, where they stream live music. I was actually part of one of those uh live music streaming mm-hmm. events just this past uh, weekend. I was up at uh, Moon Age where my friend Tyler has his food truck. Oh, yep. He's got a little court area. He put up a pink stage. Boots Electric from Eagles of Death Metal plays up there all the time. So cool. And we did a Surfrider benefit called Sound Waves for Clean Water since they're not doing the Paddle for Clean Water this year, which I've emceed for the last like 20 years. Uh, we did sound waves for clean water with the band Iron Sagewood, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Cannon's oh, yes. band, and Damien from Belly Up. Yeah, yep. How nice is Damien? The best. It, talk about. I mean, he's one of those also ones that he's like beyond hot too. He has a, a beautiful good looking guy. Oh god, he's so. But he's also so nice and respectful and like so happily married that it's like I just don't. I can't even go there with that a crush like on Cisco. him. Sounds yeah, 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 like Cisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like a beautiful man. Like every so he's Cisco, just gorgeous man. Yeah, yeah. He's a beautiful dude. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Beautiful dude, man. <laughs> now he really is a good looking guy. He was up there. Machado wasn't up there. I was really looking forward to just fondling his hair. Hair. Beautiful hair. Huh? Oh my gosh, those locks of love. Yeah. But uh, my friend Jonathan Freeman was there. Also a beautiful man. With his wife, and uh, she's rad, and uh, it was just cool. And we did the live stream with uh, somebody you used to work with, Fale, uh-huh. from uh, Tonight in San Diego. And I got to throw props. Finest City Entertainment. If you ever want to stream anything and are looking for a company, I mean, this is a professional operation. They friggin' nailed it. Good. I love that. I couldn't believe how good. Uh, I just, it was amazing really? how proficient they were. They nailed it. You, I, it was like the Emmys. I'm so happy to hear that. Honestly, I mean, that's who I did the San Diego Music Awards with. And I know Folly's been getting a lot of practice doing the, um, like, j- different graduations, virtual graduations. Exactly. And, yeah. That's, and it's cool that he also started that business before everything. So before he's been the pandemic. doing it for about a year or so. And, yeah. and now it's all, obviously, that he's doing. And he does such a great job and makes it so easy. Cool. And his team is friggin' awesome so i just wanted to thank finest city entertainment for producing the live stream i did have to laugh though because um when i went up there you know we're doing the whole social distancing thing and i wore this um i saw it at home depot oh no it's like is this, it like the orange apron it's a scarf no oh it's like a scarf like a neckerchief or like a, a thing we wrap around like a gator neck thing okay but you can soak it in water 
wring it out, and then you put it over, and it's like it's a cooling rag oh, too. Oh, okay, okay. So I was so that like, was your mask. So I used it as my mask. You're getting you're getting sloppy. You're getting but, you're like me, yeah. But no, no, <laughs> I had a surgical mask as well. Oh, you well, did. Okay, okay. But I didn't you. wear it on camera. No. And initially, I wanted to wear this gator thing on camera, and then realize it looks stupid. It wouldn't work. It was, you know, it just was defeating the purpose. So I took it off. But what it did was it left a huge wet oh ring my gosh. around my neck. Oh, I want to see that. And Oh, I'll show you oh, right really now. I really want to see it. And I actually got mad at my friend Russ because he texted me a picture of it and said, did you jog to Lucadia? Oh, no. <laughs> and I swear to God. I mean, on my kids, Mary, you're laughing. Because yeah, I love that. I'm going to show you the picture. Remember when you'd be on the news and I would tell you, please iron your shirts. Yes. <laughs> they were like an accordion. So keep in mind, this is not sweat. This, this is, is from water the, from the your necker neck chief. Yeah. Yes. But from, this is the, uh, they sell those at Home Depot? Yes. This is the screenshot from the live stream that my friend Russ sent me. Oh my gosh. That is so it looks like a pool of sweat. It looks like a pool of sweat. Yeah, like a ring of I ring should of be sweat. really embarrassed, right? Uh, no. Okay. I think, pe- I think people who know it's, me. It's, it's kind of your brand. <laughs> like honestly, it's on can brand. you post that picture? I'll post okay, it. Okay, please post it because just know this is like honestly kind of your brand. <laughs> oh, you, I look like I'm a sweaty old man. I hate it. It made me really friggin' insecure. You want to talk about challenging my mental health? So he sent me that, and then I got mad at him because I'm like, you're get putting me in my head right now, dude. That's hilarious. So then I went and I wore the neckerchief for the rest of the thing. I actually addressed it in the live stream. Really? Do you want to hear yeah, it? Yeah, sure. I call out my friend Russ. Let me find the moment. Okay. And I wanted to say hi to my friend Russ, who's <laughs> watching right now on the live stream. He's like, dude, did you jog there? Because I had a sweat ring going around my neck. And uh, truth be told, we're in, we're in hot lights. I'm running around here. We've got hot friggin' musicians. Paul Cannon makes me friggin' sweat. Yeah. So thank you, everybody, for coming out. And uh, yes, I do have actually this little cooling rag. Oh, my gosh. That, uh, does produce and does kind of drip on my neck. So I do apologize and what have you. But whatever. <laughs> Let's get our surf rider. I like how the crowd is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is your, com- your new comedy act, too. Oh, it's so That's funny. No, but honestly, I think it's good to at least address it. And maybe maybe you could be uh, an affiliate of those. Maybe someone will actually want to buy it after you explain what after it is. After I explain Yeah, it. maybe you could hey, also it, sell them on the side. It kept me very cool, but it was very... Uh, that is so funny. I felt extremely uncool wearing it. I'll just say that much. So um, I have a quick little secret. Huh. So you know that, like, you know, Iron Sage and Wood? Uh, when I was at the Belly Up doing the podcast with Damien, who's in that band... We, Paul Cannon was like kind of a, a newer artist to our scene and I wanted to have Paul on the podcast and D, that, that was Damien's nickname, was kind of like, oh, I don't know about Paul. Like, you know, everyone just thought he was kind of like at first like a, just a, a kind of like a, um not Jack Johnson because everyone loves him, but like a whiny acoustic whatever. And then we had Paul on the podcast and those two guys, like, it was almost like I didn't need to be there. They click so much, right, like on the podcast. It was like instant bromance. And they fell in love, and we had Paul do an acoustic acoustic song. And That's then amazing. from that thing on, then they formed the band. They become, like, brothers now. No so way. It's so funny, because I remember D, I was like, just At trust first, he me. was kind of being judgy. Yeah, 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 because he was just like, uh, you know, no, he hadn't even heard, really, Paul's music yet, but I think that he just thought in his mind, like, uh, not another acoustic singer-songwriter, it's blah, so blah, blah, blah. It's so funny you and say they, that. they totally clicked. Because I made a Jack johnson joke uh-huh. and their camp probably laughed the hardest last night really because i said there was a point where i had it was actually right after this 
where the surf rider rep came on and he start he grabbed Paul Cannon's mic. And I said, oh, be careful grabbing that mic. I said, I've been yelled at by many artists for grabbing and touching their microphones before their performance. And I said, and some of them would even surprise you. I'm like, but I'm not going to name names, Jack Johnson. Uh, and then they started laughing. Oh, that's so funny. And like, yeah, yeah. That's you know. really, really funny. It yeah. was super, super funny. But uh, that being said, Jack's a friggin' dude, and he's just the, he's a pro. He's just a mm-hmm. pro, and I've known tons of artists who don't want that. I mean, if you go near someone's drum set, are you oh, kidding yeah. me? I honestly think I would be the same, though. You and I would both be the same. If someone came in here and were tinkering with the, the podcast equipment, yeah, oh, I get pissed I off. I get it, too, because people have things dialed in like to the T of specifically how they no like question. it. No so, question. Yeah. So let's pick up now. I'll, um, I'll pick up now with uh, Cisco Adler, and thank you for checking out the show, and we do want to remind you, that you can subscribe to The Cantori Show with Chris and Merrill here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And every Wednesday, we, uh, we also do a show on Patreon where we get, uh, we get very intimate. Mm-hmm. Not, not the two, we, we talk uh, For about, enough money, we could. No, no. That Your I, wife would be, if there was like, if people were paying like $800 a month, no, no, she wouldn't go for it. <laughs> Three thousand. You would actually get intimate with me for, for enough money. For enough money? Yeah. No, I everyone don't, has their price. I don't think you have a price when it comes to me. I do. I would. I, I if disagree. If I could like, pay off my car and give my parents a, da- a new down payment for a new home, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it might be in the tens of thousands, but there is a price for sure. Patreon.com. <laughs> I think it's higher than that. I'm telling you. I disgust you. <laughs> Patreon.com oh forward slash the Cantori show. All right, let's go. Cisco. How are you? Very well. You've got something so exciting going on with, with no cap shows. I had to get you on the show to tell us about it. I, I'm drooling here for information. Well, let's um, let's get you to a doctor to fix that. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, very exciting. Exciting time, I think, uh, in, in music disruption in general, usually – Moments like this in history sort of open the, the floodgates for new technologies or new ways of thinking. So I'm um, just happy to be, you know, sort of at the center of that and, and had the foresight to, to jump in and look at the landscape as an opportunity rather than uh, a problem. Yeah, bring it, man. That's what I see, too. And it, it's not like this, uh, this hasn't been attempted in the past, but the way that you recognize the opportunity, you seize the moment and introduce technology that really is cutting through in a way it's never cut through before, man. It's just, it's amazing to see. Do you feel it too? Yeah. I mean, we feel it every day. It's scaling rapidly. Um, it definitely, uh, people have flirted with this idea and not that it was a bad idea. Then there just wasn't a consumer, um, necessity, I think, right. You know, everyone is sort of, uh, starving for, for live music or for some activity from their favorite bands or artists. And, uh, to be able to jump in the middle of that, and provide them with that um, and have them sort of 
be forced to try something they may not have tried before. And then once they try it, they love it um, is exciting, you know, and, and to get bands back in business, to get band crews back in business, to get venues and their crews back in business. It's a, it's a mission as much as it is a business. Hell yeah. And it all started with you and our mutual friend, Donnie Donovan Frankenrider, cause he obviously was sidelined. He was trying to figure out ways to reach his audience without having to rely on feeding the Instagram and Facebook algorithms. And you guys use that as an opportunity to reach his audience and build off of that, correct? Yeah, you know, he hit me up sort of uh, screaming about, you know, not wanting to do uh, a show from his couch, not wanting to do anything or give away his sort of craft uh, to these big companies for free. Um, And then we just sort of, you know, uh, had an aha moment, uh, looked at the live music landscape from, from the sense that there's all these venues out there sitting there dark, a lot of them with their futures uncertain. Um, how do we get every sort of point of the live music business together? Cause a lot of bands, listen, the, the lead singer can go and play a show on his couch, but what about the other four guys? What about the roadies that, uh, depend on on these bands yep. for their livelihood um so you know we just jumped at the chance and it's funny even though you know we're only 90 days old as a company after launch that's amazing and it's it's just staggering you know how many tickets we've sold how many shows we've done and the shows just keep getting bigger obviously we have mgk on sale right now machine gun kelly which is you know he's he's about to have a number one album it's arguably you know one of the bigger moments in music right now and we're we're attached to that uh putting on these shows surrounding his album launch that's sort of that's insane it's great to see, yeah it's great to see these part of a rollout and see the the labels take it seriously and the agents take it seriously whereas when me and donnie did that first show you know people were like yeah 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 you know and we're like we're, we're having to convince people right and and anytime you just you sort of see the future you're gonna have to convince people you're i remember right. when people felt the same way about digital streaming music and everyone was like yeah it's flash in the pan you know it's all it's still about the cds or whatever right and like <laughs> we know we know that the 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 cd printing factories are are dusty right now <laughs> ain't that the truth and it's so interesting because that's you know being part of that first show i looked at it as a proof of concept because i did ask myself is it hard to get, or was asking myself at the time, is it going to be hard to get other artists to sign up for this? And it sounds like there was some resistance at first, but once they saw the rollout, they, they wanted to be part of it, correct? Yeah, every day more and more, you know, the phone's now ringing, whereas we were, we were making the calls at the beginning. Um, I think uh, the proof's in the pudding, and, and, you know, at the end of these shows, uh, we're, we're writing big checks to these uh, bands. Uh, and not only that, you know, thousands and thousands of fans are, are feeling um, like they've been given a premium sort of albay different, but a premium version of live music. And, and we get almost fan mail after these where people are like, thank you. I needed that. Like yeah. you, you brought some joy into a, an uncertain moment in my life. And that's super fulfilling. Yeah, and and certainly I don't condemn those who take part of or produce the the drive through concerts or whatever in your car, but 
this is way more appealing to me. You can have this firsthand experience with an artist. That's pretty, that's a pretty sexy, intimate thing, man. Yeah, it's definitely intimate. It's a one, you know, it's, it's a community gathering moment, but it's intimately one-on-one as well, which is super interesting. And, and speaking of the drive-ins, you know, we're streaming a bunch of these drive-in shows, uh, for some of our partners that, that have these, um, drive-in concert series. And the the cool thing about that is that's sort of our goal is, is not to just be filling a void right now, but to be an additive to the model where there's a physical audience and there's a virtual audience. And that that combined um, expands the reach of a live concert. And so those drive-ins are actually serving as proof of the model down the line when everyone returns to, uh, to venues, whenever that is. (laughs) Okay. So yeah. Right. So that being said, I am curious, how does the experience with no cap differ than say when YouTube or uh, what is it, Quello or something, some of those other platforms will stream. What what yeah. makes what makes no cap different? I, I mean, listen, we're you know we're musicians, we're venue owners, we're we live and breathe music for for the majority of our lives at this point. That um, and we we feel we know one what how an artist needs to and wants to be presented to to be you know larger than life and and show off their craft as sort of the best uh the best in show right Great and point. then and then the from the consumer side you know we just want to deliver a, a premium experience so they feel like it was a bargain and then on the artist side we're, we're not holding their audience we're giving them their audience and i think as an audience member you probably want that you want to be connected to that band so they can reach out and tell you about new stuff. You don't want to be separated from them. Um, so I think it's it's multi it's multi level, right? It's a layer cake, and and we're yeah. kind of opening all the layers and and sort of democratizing um, the audience uh, artist connection. Yeah, that makes sense too because you're also hanging out with your peers and people have the same connection point with the artist. Where in those open source platforms, you're getting all these trolls coming through that could interrupt the experience where you know you're hanging out with your own crew and there's just a shared love and appreciation for the music. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. I think it's, you know, especially now it's core audience right. that we're, that we're seeing. These are true diehard fans. It's not like they're like, Hey, let me pay 10 bucks and, and try to see if I like a band. Right. I think that's what's going to come next. Yep. Um, so right now the artist knows everyone in here is, my diehard everyone in here is supporting my um my craft especially when i need it most and i think that's a valuable connection then we serve that audience back to them for them to reach out and and i think you know uh you will see that those people will end up going to your physical shows they're the same people they're not uh you know you're not cannibalizing your physical audience in any way you're actually activating it yeah, that makes sense because these are the same people that you used to coach. Not only you would perform for it live, but hang with backstage or you know at your merch booth or whatever. These are all your people, and you're getting to hang out with them and interact with them too. Yeah, and listen, we're we're selling seventy percent of our tickets are, are global, are international. Damn. Right? So these are these are markets that bi- even the biggest bands don't get to every year. Even they get to every four years. That's perhaps. insane. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're in Manila, you know, you may see your favorite band once in 10 years, but now you can see them anytime you want. That's huge for us to delivering music to people who 
desire it and just wouldn't be a, listen someone in denmark can't make it to the roxy even though they've heard so much about it yeah and they and it's a legendary place well now they can go visit it virtually much like we can visit the eiffel tower virtually oh, right that's insane you're right i didn't even look at it that way i'm thinking this is just uh, our friends tuning in and checking out shows i'm not even thinking the international reach repeating. no it's madness it's it's really wild and and you know merch drops and it, i think it's also just another way to support um the rollout of new music is what we're going to see. Yeah. Whereas like it was dropping a video, it was, you know, doing a radio tour. Now it's going to be also doing a virtual show, you know, and, and, and also like bands like no effects. We just did no effects. They played white trash, two heaps and a bean front <laughs> to back. They've never done that. So awesome for, for a diehard fan to see them play. That uh, is like once in a lifetime, Yeah, you know, and then you mentioned Machine Gun Kelly, that forthcoming show, and you're also using the platform to break new emerging artists. I can't tell you how much I love Wallows, man. Oh, Wallows are brilliant. They're having they're one of those bands that's having a moment, but they're not a household name, right? You're right. So so you may not know about them, but every 14-year-old girl on the planet does. And so that's a critical moment in crossover breakthrough for an act so for them to be able to do that for the industry to recognize that they sold you know many thousands of tickets yeah. i can't say how many but it's many <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and sort of cer certify them as their songs going up the radio yeah. charts and it's just an indicator of success much like maybe radio uh is and streaming numbers are and right. and sales and charting and all that this is just another indicator dude you know your shit because i'll tell you what man i got hip to wallows through a friend's daughter who's 14 <laughs> oh man they're, funny they're enough. crazy and it, you, the chat room it's funny because people are getting into these shows a week before the show and going crazy in the chat room much like in our day you would camp out in front of the venue oh, yeah. to be first in line and get to the front of the stage. So virtual just really mimics physical, physical mimics virtual. Everyone thinks it's so different, but it's just an extension, You're right. you know, as we, as the world goes online. So why wouldn't live music have the same um, sort of trajectory? And could you tell me a little bit about um, what you have going on with Cocoon? I follow the group on um, Instagram and I find it fascinating. Yeah, man. Uh, that's awesome. Cocoon is a, uh, incubator accelerator for emerging talent, uh, much like a Y Combinator is for, for startup technology. Um, we, we've set up shop in a, in a mansion overlooking the ocean in Malibu that has three studios, uh, full-time creative staff, and it's free to artists. So if they if they can, you know, it's a curated selection of who gets to come. But if you make it there, you can record for free, make music videos for free, make daily content for free, because all that stuff is is expensive for emerging talent to be able to keep up with the 24 hour content cycle. No question. And if, we, if we can make that um, free, uh, then we can um, probably accelerate a lot of talent. Uh, towards success um, quicker and and get these awesome sort of acts on their way and then we get brands to 
jump in and help offset those costs and sponsor it. And it creates this little circle of connection where brands can connect to what I think is the next class of musicians 12 to 18 months from now will be um, buzzing and white hot and they'll have the brand support. Hopefully we make long lasting uh, relationships that you know the brands can support them all the way through their career this sounds like a model from the 70s or something or the 60s what was the inspiration behind it you know i'm like i live for discovery i live for finding the the talent before the world finds it and i think it's something that's probably just in my blood um and for me to be able to scale that it was about sort of you know every every sort of legendary scene seattle new york um even like paris with the dance music right like every every sort of um scene has had like a cluster of artists from a location and right now as everything's online how do we make a physical destination for a scene to happen right how do you just how do you just sort of like get everyone together, let them be a scene rather than everything be so fragmented. So I don't know. The inspiration was, I mean, it's definitely the culmination of everything I've done my whole life and, and really been just sort of chipping away at the block. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's awesome. It's working. I mean, they love it when artists get there. It's like, I'd freak oh, out being a young it's talent. Holy fuck, like, what am I doing here to have that experience? So Holy, I yeah. would, I'd lose my fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and how do you vet these people in? Are you part of that process, or do you have people on site that handles that? I have a team, but I, I definitely, uh, you know, I curate it. Um, I just, uh, when I see an artist, I don't even necessarily have to listen to the music longer than a, a couple seconds. I just get a sort of twitch and a, and a you know, a feeling, and and they may not be, um, developed yet to where the music represents how awesome they are even sometimes. Yeah. So, so I'm just sitting there you know, curating, sifting, waiting until I, you know, waiting until I get that feeling. And, and if I do, it's usually right. It's like you're building a farm system, man, in baseball. I think of our Padres and totally. how they're like in a couple of years, just wait, the Padres are going to go to the playoffs and here we are, we're in the friggin' playoffs. Yeah. And, and also like establishing mentorship, bringing in big artists, to talk to these kids, bringing in sort of like, you know, publishers and attorneys and things like this to get them hip to the business. So when they do break, they don't have to go through that learning curve. Uh, you know, a lot of people now, the internet breaks you before you're even good live. Then you have to go play in front of thousands of people and you and you suck. Yeah. Right. And yep. that's why careers are, are sort of cut short. You're right. So whereas before we used to go out on the road, play thousands and thousands of shows when we broke, we were awesome. You're right. right. You're locked so in you... and in prime form versus your Lana Del Rey and having a meltdown and a live appearance and having to rebuild. Exactly. So if we can sort of retrofit that for the now, get them prepared so when they go out into battle, you know, their skills are honed, their craft is strong, then then I think we're gonna see longer careers and less of these sort of minute long careers we're seeing right now well i'll tell you man i'm so inspired on so many levels by what you're doing that's why i wanted to throw you on the pod and i appreciate your valuable time keep kicking ass man I, i'm supporting i'm there i'm i'm watching following you're along. awesome you were you were there day one right especially for no cap so uh we appreciate you and and we we value your um 
participation and, and we can't wait to do more shows with you down there i'll be there for you anytime any place thank you for what you're doing for the arts love it buddy the Cantori show